Don't just ride the index, seek to outperform it with Fidelity Active ETFs. Learn more at fidelity.com slash active ETFs. Before investing in any exchange-traded fund, you should consider its investment objectives, risks, charges, and expenses. Contact Fidelity for a prospectus, an offering circular, or if available, a summary prospectus containing this information. Read it carefully. While active ETFs offer the potential to outperform an index, these products may more significantly trail an index as compared with passive ETFs. Fidelity Brokerage Services, LLC, member NYSE, SIPC. This morning on the third hour of today, Road to Recovery. LeBron James' son, Bronny, released from the hospital days after going into cardiac arrest on the basketball court. What's next for the rising star and the new message from LeBron? Plus, unclaimed money with your name on it. Millions of us are owed cash. How we find out if we're one of them in our Consumer Confidential. Then later, we're going to go behind the brand mm, at the Cheesecake Factory. Back to where it all began. I'm looking here at these prices. Super Factory Burger, $2.40. Cheesecake, $1.25. Wow. How the mega chain with that massive menu started with one simple recipe and a big dream. Today, Friday, July 28, 2023. Live from Studio 1A in Rockefeller Plaza, this is the third hour of today. with Craig, our newest contributor, Ali Love. Woo-hoo! We do have a lot to cover on this Friday morning. And we're going to start with a very, very encouraging update on the health of LeBron James's 18-year-old son, Bronny. Days after going into cardiac arrest during that, that basketball practice, the college player, happy to report, he is home from the hospital. NBC's Kaylee Hartung has been covering this story over the last few days. She joins us now from Los Angeles. Kaylee, good morning to you. Hey, good morning, Craig. We are getting this really encouraging news straight from Bronny's doctor here in Los Angeles. Just as LeBron shares a really heartfelt thank you for all the support and prayers that they're receiving. This frightening incident for one of the highest profile families in sports has put a new spotlight, though, on the startling number of cardiac arrest cases among young athletes. 18-year-old Bronny James, now discharged from the hospital and resting at home following his sudden collapse from cardiac arrest during a basketball practice at USC Monday. His cardiologist sharing the good news in a statement, writing, Thanks to the swift and effective response by the USC Athletics medical staff, Bronny James was successfully treated for a sudden cardiac arrest. He arrived at Cedars-Sinai Medical Center, fully conscious, neurologically intact, and stable. Going on to say, Although his workup will be ongoing, we are hopeful for his continued progress and are encouraged by his response. Cardiologist Gregory Katz, who didn't treat James. The ongoing workup is a battery of tests looking at the heart muscle, the blood flow, the electrical activity, as well as everything else to try to figure out why did this happen. Bronny's superstar dad thanking the public for their love and prayers, tweeting, Everyone is doing great. We have our family together, safe and healthy, and we feel your love. His son Bronny's emergency shining new light on cardiac arrest incidents in young athletes. These kids survived, and it happens in nearly every sport, in startling numbers. Every hour in this country, on average, a child under 18 collapses from sudden cardiac arrest. Studies show it's the leading cause of death for kids in sports, with African-American college basketball players like James at the highest risk, though researchers don't know why. 
Uh, we've had a, a heartbreaking situation here. In 2020, former University of Florida basketball forward Keontae Johnson collapsed from cardiac arrest just minutes after a game tipped off. He was later diagnosed with athlete's heart, an enlargement of the heart due to systemic training. Johnson had to sit out for two seasons, but returned and went pro, drafted by the Oklahoma City Thunder in June. I just want to say thank you for all the support y'all gave me. Now the question is, as Bronny James recovers from his cardiac emergency, how will it impact his future on the court? And an important question parents can ask their child's school or sports league is, do you have defibrillators on site at every practice and game? And are your staff trained in CPR and AEDs? One expert told me that when athletes suffer from cardiac arrest in the presence of a certified athletic trainer, and if an AED is used within three minutes, the success rate is over 90%. So having that device on site that can shock the heart back into rhythm, plus that training, can truly be life-saving, guys. Yeah, great mm. questions to ask there. Uh, Kaylee, thank you. Thank you so much. Joining us now, Dr. Tara Narula. She's a cardiologist at Lenox Hill Hospital at Northwell Health here in New York City. Uh, we've got two big health headlines to talk about. Let's start with Bronnie James, Dr. Mm. Narula. Again, we just heard uh, leading cause of, of death for young athletes. Scary for a lot of parents who have kids that play athletes, boys and girls. So for those of us who do have kids who play sports, what can we do to best protect them? Yeah. And so the American Heart Association and the NCAA released a statement in 2016 that basically recommends a 14-point questionnaire pre-screening evaluation. This should be done annually. And that should be done in a way that really asks or tries to understand, does the athlete, the young athlete, have a history mm -hmm. of high blood pressure, heart palpitations? Have they ever passed out? Is there a family history, this is really important, mm -hmm. of early or sudden cardiac death or any other congenital heart disease? Uh, so asking those questions about family members is important and also detecting any heart murmurs. Have, have you ever been told you have a heart murmur? Oh. So these are things that should be asked every year. And then as you saw in the piece, also making sure that where they're playing, people know how to do CPR, that they have easy access to a defibrillator. In fact, that statement said the defibrillator should be three minutes away mm -hmm. from any sort of area where these athletes are using equipment or training. Well, hopefully they do. So, so Dr. Narula, the other big medical story today that we've, that's been in the news is this alarming and really kind of crazy rise in, in red meat allergies, and they're caused by a, a, a tick, that, the Lone Star tick. How does this happen? How does a tick cause a meat allergy. It sounds crazy, right? And a lot of people might be saying, should I swap out my burgers for chicken this weekend? But yes, we've learned about this since 2008 and really have started to understand how this could work. And essentially, it is an allergy to something called alpha-gal, which is a carbohydrate or a sugar that many animals have, but we do not have as humans. So this tick carries that alpha-gal in its saliva. And when it bites you, essentially, you get exposed to this foreign sugar. Your body makes antibodies. And then mm. a couple months later, anywhere from one to three months, if you eat red meat that also has the alpha-gal, you can potentially see that as something foreign mm -hmm. and mount a big allergic response. And that allergic response can look like gastrointestinal symptoms. So things mm. like stomach upset, nausea, vomiting, diarrhea, um, also shortness of breath, headaches, and itching or rashes, and even full-blown anaphylaxis. Wow. When well, you're talking about some of the symptoms, you mentioned some of them. Why is it so challenging for doctors to diagnose this? Right. And that is because of the way this allergy works in 
in some in part, and that is most allergic reactions to foods happen pretty quickly. So if you eat something and then suddenly you develop a rash or your throat closes up, you know it. With this particular allergy, the symptoms can come on anywhere from two hours to 13 hours later. And so it may be difficult for yeah. people to even link that. Yeah. Certainly many doctors are unaware of this, but the important thing is that there is a blood test to detect antibodies oh, to this. So it's easy if it's on your mind right. to actually ask that question. Um, but a study in 2015 showed that only about um, 80% of people who had this, it took them about seven years to get Jeez. diagnosed, which is a long time yeah. if you're having this problem. And if you stop eating the red meat, the nice thing is that typically the symptoms and the allergies will go away mm-hmm. over a course of a couple of years. Obviously, if you don't recognize it and you right. keep eating the red meat, it's going to be a problem. Wow. All right. Dr. Nerula yeah. just learned a lot. I know. That's <laughs> new you. and informative. Thank you. There you go. Check for ticks. Okay. <laughs> Coming up, Vicki Wynn is here to put some money in our pockets. How to find out if there is unclaimed cash out oh, there yeah. with your name on it. Then later, we're going to go behind the brand of the Cheesecake Factory. Hopefully today we have samples. Uh, how it <laughs> went do. from Oh, yeah. How it went from small business to a global chain. And how, what's up with that massive menu? Third hour of today. I'll be right back. Rev up your thrills this summer at Cedar Point on the all-new Top Thrill 2. Drive the sky on the world's tallest and fastest triple-launch vertical speedway. And it's your last chance to get more fun for less with our limited-time bundle for just $49.99. Get admission, parking, and all-day drinks for one low price. But you better hurry, because this limited-time bundle ends June 30th. Save now at cedarpoint.com. When you're hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search. Match. With Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging to connect with candidates faster. Plus, 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences. Join more than three and a half million businesses worldwide that use Indeed. Listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash today. Just go to Indeed.com slash today right now and support this show by saying you heard about Indeed on this podcast. Indeed.com slash today. Conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Oh, we're excited about this morning's Consumer Confidential because this one could literally put money in your pocket. There may be unclaimed money out there with your name on it. So here to walk us through how to find it. You picked a good day to show up, Alan. Yes, I love this one. Uh, NBC's senior consumer investigative correspondent, Vicki Wynn. Good morning. Vicki, good, good morning. So when you say unclaimed money, like what exactly do you mean? Okay, simply put, Craig, unclaimed money is money that is due to you. It's owed to you, but somehow it never made its way to you, and now it's being held by the government. Think about the deposits that you put down, right, for your cable box, your utilities. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yep. Maybe yes. the bank owes you a statement or some money. Exactly. Oh. So somehow that check got lost in the mail or it was sent to the wrong address or maybe you moved and now that money is just sitting there waiting for you. The New York State Controller told us, actually, if you have parents or grandparents who may no longer be with us, that money could be due to you as well. So it's really important for you to look. 
a lot of times this is 50 to $100 that we're talking about, but it can be in the thousands wow. of dollars. And our producer, Phoebe, who's 30, right? She did a search for herself, found nothing. Did a search for her older relatives and found all kinds of money. Over 20 instances of unclaimed money for her mother, dating back to 1991. Wow. Her grandpa, mm. dating back to the 80s. And her uncle, who had a bunch of small businesses. So especially if you started working in the time before direct deposit became right. so common, there could be checks that were uncashed and now the government's hanging on to that money for you. So where do we start looking and, and how do you avoid getting ripped off? Yes, so important. So the first thing I want you to do, get that pen and paper out and write down this site, usa.gov slash unclaimed dash money. It's right there. That's the website you want to go to. It is legitimate. It is a federal website. Always look to avoid scams out. You want to make sure that you're looking for websites that end in a dot gov. Mm-hmm. There are some legitimate dot com addresses that are on this site, but only start here to look for your money. And then make sure that you know you're never supposed to pay a fee. This is your money. Right. You shouldn't have to pay money to get back your money. That's how you avoid those bogus websites. I think the first thing that comes to my mind is, okay, now that I've found this money, how can I get this money into my hand? Right. <laughs> you know what I mean? It's like getting from point A to point B, walk me through. And it's very easy. So after you go here and check all the different various websites and resources they have for you, go to your state controller's website or your state treasurer's website. You can do an internet search with your state and the words controller or treasury department. And then you're going to run an online search. Usually you just need your name and the addresses where you've lived. The other thing to do is if you've moved around a lot, make sure you check the states where you used to live as well. And then finally, they're on that USA.gov site. They're going to direct you to a place called unclaimed.org. That's another place that they've compiled a number of resources. Because here's the thing. It's not just checks and money. Sometimes it's a safe deposit box. These are tangible goods that are unclaimed property that could belong to you as well. Besides checking their state offices, some other sources that we can look into because now i'm i'm really excited I know. about the prospect of there being money out there for me here's the thing banks retailers insurance companies they're all required to turn this money over to the government if you don't claim it back wages is another area your employer maybe you had some freelance jobs or you moved after you know finishing your last assignment and you didn't collect that final paycheck mm-hmm. go to dol.gov slash wow workers owed wages wow. that like, is wow. a great place you're going to enter your employer's name and your name and if if there's anything due to you, it'll pop up. My hairstylist this morning actually just got a check for $200 from a job that he had forgotten that he did, and it was through the New York State Controller's Office. Wow. I love this. Now, also, veterans. Veterans have all kinds of different health insurance, so veterans should go to the Department of Veterans Affairs. You'll need your name, and that's it, to check for any kind of refund that is due to you. You might have a Federal Housing Association mortgage that was insured by FHA. Mm-hmm. The Department of Housing and Urban Development might owe you a refund on that interest, you will need your case number and your property address, but that's where you can look that up. And then finally, we talk about tax refunds. You think, how could anybody lose track of that? But sometimes people don't have direct deposit and a check is mailed to them and it gets Mm -hmm. lost. So go to irs.gov slash refunds, but you will have to enter your social security number. So I want to make sure you're on that irs.gov website to avoid any scams. You'll need either your social or your tax identification number, but that's how you can get that money. Quickly, Vic, you looked at this. So what did you find? This is the best part. And if you find money, please hit me on Twitter or Instagram. I want to hear about it. Allie, Miss Allie Love, 
have, we found one account for you. Really? You're not going to be a millionaire. You can't quit your day job. But if you and I went to lunch, you could probably pay for our lunch. So oh, that's how much okay. money we found for you. For There's money out there for you. I want Craig, that bag. Four instances of money for you, including over a hundred bucks in South Carolina from your time living Look there. At that. Yes. Mr. Al Roker, drum roll, please. Oh, Eleven he... accounts, my friend, with Whoa. money for you. Yeah. Oh, like, yes. like, he needs it. Yeah. <laughs> hey, I don't care. I need it. You need Out. it. If it's Look, mine, I'm money. getting it. You my money. It. 11 it. accounts? Vicky's the new uh, Yeah, right 11 here. different accounts. Money. I know, I, I wish. This. Cars next. Cars next. Oh, oh my God. That's so Vicky so Wynn is the best, ladies Thank and gentlemen. You so Thank you. Your money. All right. Just ahead, the sweet story behind the Cheesecake Factory. How the global restaurant chain began with one mom's knockout Cheesecake Factory recipe. Then later, don't post your summer vacation photos just yet. The hidden information you may be giving out and how to protect your privacy. We'll be right back. How amazing. much? All right. We are back with our series Behind the Brand. I don't care if it's real or not. I'm so happy that National Cheesecake Day is this Sunday. Sounds made up. I love it. It doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. We're celebrating early with a look at how one recipe helped start, jumpstart a global chain, the Cheesecake Factory. NBC's Gotti Schwartz live in L.A. where the magic all began. Hey, Gotti. Gotti. Best assignment ever. Good morning, guys. By now, most people have heard or eaten at the Cheesecake Factory with uh, 211 restaurants worldwide. But what you might not know is the restaurant's decadent desserts actually had very humble beginnings. And the same family is still at the helm of this gigantic enterprise 45 years later. My mother, she wasn't really a professional baker, but she... Uh, got a recipe out of the newspaper. Uh, she said she changed it. We're not sure she really did, but uh, everyone loved this cheesecake. In 1940s Detroit, Michigan, the Cheesecake Factory Empire was born in Evelyn Overton's basement. My whole life was built around this cheesecake. I used to get a penny a box for folding boxes so she could uh, use them. Uh, for her delivery. Evelyn's son David is the Cheesecake Factory CEO and chairman of the board. And I never liked cheesecake growing up. No way, really? But as I got older, I ended up liking it. After years of baking cheesecakes for restaurants, Evelyn and her husband Oscar still dreamed of having their own business. So you were the pioneer that came out west. I was the one for sure. In 1972, David was a student and a musician in California. He convinced his parents to sell everything and move to Los Angeles to open a bakery with their life savings. And they called it the Cheesecake Factory. They used to get up at 5 a.m., start making cheesecakes, uh, go for dinner, come back, put another batch in the oven. This is the true American success story because you take two people that were not professional bakers, really had no money, and put their heart and soul into a business and built it into what it is today. Six years later, David decided to build a restaurant around his mother's cheesecakes. This is where it all started. Absolutely, it's in the exact same spot, the exact same kitchen. And I knew nothing about the tricks of the trade. I knew nothing about steam tables. I didn't even have French fries for two years because I didn't know how to work a fryer. <laughs> I had hash browns. The original menu featured simple foods that David liked to eat. I'm looking here at these prices. Super factory burger, two forty. Yeah. Cheesecake, $1.25. Wow. It was a runaway success. Every day there was a line, every lunch, every dinner. One restaurant became two, then five, then one more every year. And in 1992, Cheesecake Factory became a publicly traded company. Then there's that menu. 
250 menu items. I imagine that's like... Uh, that's you gotta almost, be crazy. Do you ever think that's, that's uh, maybe we can do more with less? It could be a little smaller, but because our sales are so great, I think it's because of the menu. And some definite fan favorites. You know, avocado egg rolls and Thai lettuce wraps and macaroni cheese balls, chicken Madeira. All coming in giant portions that usually require a doggy bag. I said, okay, I'm never going to nickel and dime anybody. The cooks in every Cheesecake Factory start their day with 700 ingredients and 160 sauces and dressings. And David still does weekly taste tests. That's perfect. If I don't like it, it doesn't go on the menu. I'm not a gourmet. I don't like a lot of things. But what I like, millions of people like, thank goodness. (laughs) The original restaurant opened with 12 cheesecake varieties. And today there are more than 30. Evelyn's Mixer is enshrined at the company headquarters. Wow, wow, wow. And of course, what's a visit to Cheesecake Factory without sampling the goods? This is really the formula that started it all, my mother's original cheesecake. David says his mother's recipes and the restaurants will always be one of a kind. There are no cheesecake clones. Why? Because it's just too darn hard. (laughs) But we do it, and we do it well. Here we go again. And guess what, guys? It is breakfast time. I think you guys have some in New York, too. We do. Too. Absolutely. If you got hungry from that piece, uh, look at what we have here. Oh. Now, Cheesecake uh, the cheesecake Day is going to be on Sunday. It's been celebrated for more than 20 years in honor of that day. The Cheesecake Factory created a new flavor. This is cookie dough That's lovers That's cheesecake good. with pecan. It's good. Take a look here. This whole entire top, that's all cookie dough. Uh, they don't skimp at all. Mm-mm. Bon appetit. Here we go. All right. Yeah. Oh, this is a winner. Way mm. to go. Got it. That's a, this is a good one. Perfection. Perfection. Good. Again, Allie, you picked the perfect day to be here. They told me food was on set, and I said, I'll, I'll join. Yeah, so I love which that. one's your favorite, Allie? This one, the new one is definitely cookie my favorite. Dough? Yeah. It's, I'm always You're liking done. both, aren't you? I do. I like that one. And I like that Oreo one, too. Mm-hmm. How about you? I, 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 I both of them. And the, the classic. My grandma the classic. Can't go wrong. used to love cheesecake. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Thank oh. you, Gotti. See you later, Gotti. Thank you, Gotti. Share some with our bureau. All right. Hey, our good pal Jake Ward is here with some important information before you share those summer photos. And as we... Widen out Joy Bauer. Oh, my God. <laughs> Superfood questions. Yes, it's the remake of Twins. They're the same height. Who's got the long and short of it? She's got heels, the heels on. You got. She wore the heels. The third hour of today continues. <laughs> I love it. Long days and no drumstick make for short fuses. And this fateful Monday, my fuse was as stubby and hungry as they come. Where are the drumstick vanilla cones? Take it easy, Sonny. Where are the drumstick vanilla cones, please? Yes! Sweet, creamy, crunchy, crispy, decadent deliciousness. <clears throat> Sir, I can ring you up. In my preoccupation with scoring a drumstick, I had forgotten my wallet. Uh, do you offer buy now, pay later? Another day, another drumstick. This is a big year. The Ohio Lottery's golden anniversary. 50 years of excitement, of growing jackpots and crossed fingers. 50 years of funding for schools, of changed lives and brightened days. 50 years of fun, and that is worth celebrating. So watch for can't-miss promotions, huge events, and new games that will make the Ohio Lottery's 50th year its biggest one yet. 
Learn more at funturns50.com. We're back, and we're back with some important information. Before you start posting all those summer photos on social media, you may, you may be giving out a lot more information than you think. So I'm here to walk us through what we need to know. NBC News technology correspondent Jacob Ward. Good to have you hey, back, Jake. sir. Hi, guys. So, I mean, first of all, how can we make sure that our profiles settings are in good shape? Well, I think the, the most important thing is to try to look at yourself through social media for a moment the way that the rest of the world does. You can't really see what it is that everybody has access to unless you log out mm-hmm. and log back, or sorry, go back onto it as a stranger, essentially. So check yourself out on, on Instagram, on TikTok, on the rest mm-hmm. of the way the rest of the world does, and you'll see that very quickly some very specific information is on there. We're talking about uh, you know where you might be, mm-hmm. exactly the sort of habits you might have developed. Mm-hmm. I mean, all kinds of things you give away. Now, it's important to know here, right, the social media companies that we've reached out to all say, you can adjust your privacy settings, okay. and you can. There's lots and lots you can do. I recently scaled mine back quite a bit. You know, you can make it, for instance, so that not everybody can tag your face, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. Not everybody can, can just randomly say, oh, there's Al Roker, he was in my picture in this place at this time. All of that is worth taking a look at. So it seems like we could be also giving away a lot more information than we know about. Mm. We're going to analyze some of our posts here. We're going to start with Al, right? Let's start with Al. Okay, so Uh Al, uh, here's a a post you did recently while you were Mm -hmm. traveling. Have a look at this. He's talking here about his travel plans. Check it out. Well, I'm here at LaGuardia waiting for my flight to Detroit. Uh, I'm going to be speaking tomorrow at uh, Tech Talk Connections. Now, here's the thing. Why are you laughing? I mean, I want to know where Al is, but lots of people want to know where Al is. There's a whole category, not to be the guy who, you know, is always connected to the darkest part of the web, but there's a whole category of people who use information like that, your flight information, which which airline you're on, let's say the hotel you're at, to cause a world of trouble. They can trick credit card companies into Mm -hmm. doing crazy things. They can trick people into Mm -hmm. giving away information. So not always a good idea to show where you're staying and how you got there. No, I don't tell somebody where I'm staying. Where you're staying and there's usually away, Craig's that you're away from home, right? Yeah. They basically advertise to the world that you're away from and home. And Al, they heard Maybe you just not. got the, that money. So. Oh, that's yeah, right. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> well played, Ali. Well played. Ali, I've got some vacation photos for you as well. Uh-oh. You can get off scout free here. So check it out. Here's some posts that she put on Instagram. Oh. I, the, that would be an Ali Love post. This morning, breakfast by the water, long dip in an nonsense. I mean, this is what we come to Ali Love's feed for, of oh, course. Good. Now, here's a question for you. Okay. Did you post this while you were there, or was this an after the fact thing. I couldn't quite tell. So this was a later gram. I feel like I'm. this uh, is a pop quiz. I'm trying to get an A. This is good. This was a later gram I th- for two reasons. Yeah. I do try to be present on vacation and mm-hmm. not on my phone. So mm-hmm. I don't post in real time. But also I'm aware that if you know where I am, then you know where I am. You really know. That's can right. can be a good thing. I just want to be in control of that a little bit. That's mm-hmm. right. An Ali Love fan, right, would know exactly where you were on the bridge. So I just want to applaud you for, for oh, you know, look coming at you. after the Posting yes. while you. you're on vacation. Let's people know you're away. Let's yeah. people know exactly mm-hmm. where you are, maybe we want to wait until you come home, look back at the photos, and that's when you can post them. Okay. So, Craig, all right, let's talk about yours. Uh-oh. I've got one, for a, a recent one. This is, the, by the way, I would say the cutest of the bunch. This is, this is right, kids going to school. Everybody does this. Sure. It's a totally delightful tradition to, to post the first day of school. And what I like about this, Craig, is that it seems to me that you specifically chose a pretty anonymous yes. environment. You're yes. not showing the address of your yep. home or the name of the school right. or the schedule sure. we're all going to soccer. Right? We don't want to immediately give away all the habits of our lives. It's important to keep it anonymous, even if you are going to put your kids on there. Um, you know, so, so thank to, you again, hats off. Thank on, you. On that we try, we, that's my, my wife. Full disclosure is, is pretty 
pretty rabid about it. It's good. That. It's yeah. a good move, I would say. So beyond the photo, yeah. there, there's that metadata, that, oh, that yeah. data that's buried in the actual photo. Is it easy for people to, to access It's that? really important to know that it is absolutely in there. So if you check out, uh, you know, here's a post that, that, that you, uh, a picture that we had of you, Al, that has, you know, uh, you in 30 Rock, right? Mm-hmm. Just hanging out. We know where you are. But if you pull up and look at the metadata, it specifically shows exactly where the photo was taken, the settings the photo was taken with, and where on a map down mm-hmm. to the latitude and longitude where right. it wow. was taken. And I that didn't is, even take that picture. That Somebody is else default yeah. on everything. So one thing important to know is mm-hmm. that when you text that picture to somebody mm-hmm. else on an iPhone, that information is going with them. So if, let's say you meet somebody on vacation and you say, you know, ah. send them a nice selfie of yourself at the hotel, you're showing them exactly where you are. Oh, important wow. to go into the photos and, and turn that off. Or you can also go in and turn off location settings entirely on your phone. Yeah. Wow. Maybe before you go on vacation, that's something I would. Remember. Does it work airdropping as well? So airdropping as well because you're carrying that same metadata over. So important, you can go right into the photo and turn them off individually, or you can okay. turn off the settings as a whole for all the photos. Wow, you just learned a lot, Jake Ward. Thank you. All right, thank appreciate you, thank it. you. Appreciate that. And when we come back, we got Joy Bauer here to answer questions for your superfood thoughts. Like, is it such a great thing as a healthy cereal? Is there third hour today? We'll be right back. Oh, we're back on this Friday with our friend and today contributor Ali Love. And if it's Friday, you know that means Superfood Friday. Oh yeah. And this time, today nutrition and health expert Joy Bauer is answering your superfood questions. Good morning, Joy. Good morning, hey, Joy. guys. Hey, Joy. I gotta love a sitting segment. I'm like the same height as everybody. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. All right, we're going to kick it off because we have some questions from some of the viewers. Now, we're talking it's summertime. It is so hot, and heat wave can be exhausting. Let's check into this video. Hi, Joy. I'm Diana from Arizona, and it has been so hot outside. The last thing I want to do when I get home from work is cook something. So I've been having cereal for dinner. What are the healthiest (gasps) cereals I can buy? Ah, you got to love a great big bowl of cereal. And I totally support that. So instead of giving specific brands, because there are so many great ones Mm -hmm. on the market, I'm going to show you three rules when you're looking for a great cereal. So rule number one Mm -hmm. is to make sure that the first ingredient, which is most predominant, is a whole grain. Mm. So whole wheat, um, whole corn, oats. Also, you want to know brown rice works as well. You also want to think about the buzzword bran. Bran is just a portion of the whole grain, but it also is super nutritious and it has a lot of fiber. So wheat bran, corn bran, or oat bran. Rule number two is to make sure that you have at least three plus grams of fiber. Fiber mm-hmm. helps us fill us up. It also helps to blunt the rise that we're going to get from the carbs in the cereal. Mm-hmm. Keeps us regular, which mm-hmm. always is a great thing. Oh, yeah. yeah. And the rule number three is no more than five grams of added sugar. That's about a teaspoon. Mm-hmm. So I want to put this into play and I want to actually look at a label that we have. Right. So do we have a label? Yeah. We just had it up there. Oh, there it is. Okay. So you can see that the first is whole wheat flour. Great. Checks that box. Mm -hmm. Dietary fiber, seven grams. I want three plus. This far exceeds our expectations. That's great. And the total sugar, again, is five grams. It's a good cereal. This is a great cereal. And what I want everybody to know, if you look in your pantry and you find that you don't necessarily, you know, maybe you have one that doesn't fit the bill, Mm -hmm. don't toss it out. I would say... Get another healthy cereal and go half and half. Oh, cut it. Yeah, yeah. until you, you use up that one. Let's we don't like to, waste. Let's get to Kim in Tappan, New York. She's got a question about a, uh, a household staple. I'm wondering what the difference between breadcrumb and panko breadcrumb is, and are they interchangeable in recipes? 
Okay, I love this question. So there's a few differences, but the main ingredient is going to be about the size and the crisp crispness. Mm-hmm. So regular traditional breadcrumbs made from stale bread, any type, and it's sort of um, crushed into these itsy bitsy little pieces. It's like a crumbly flour. Right. Mm-hmm. Panko, on the other hand, is a Japanese type of breadcrumb. It has sort of like a spiky shape. Mm-hmm. It's a larger size and it's also crispier. They're both interchangeable in any recipe, whether you're putting it on top of a casserole, if you're using it outside of chicken on a cutlet or vegetables, also as a binder for meatballs or meatloaf. So it's about texture. Yeah. Totally. And I would say that if you haven't tried panko, Mm -hmm. definitely give it a shot. I love creating almost like a fake fried experience. Mm -hmm. I use it for the outside of my chicken cutlets and for vegetables, and it crunches up, and it's fabulous. Last question comes from Anna in East Hampton about cooked veggies. My husband and I, we love eating a lot of vegetables. We were wondering if any of the nutrition is lost when we cook them. So the answer to this is yes and no. So yes, because some of the vitamins like vitamin C and some of the B vitamins are heat sensitive, but the vegetables start out with so much that you're still getting a decent beneficial amount. So don't sweat it. On the other hand, there are certain nutrients like antioxidants that actually become more intensified when they're cooked. And so it's a little bit of both. And I would say that the best vegetables are actually the vegetables that you're going to eat. So raw and cooked, vary it up, the more the merrier. Thank you so much, Joy. It's a pleasure seeing you. It's just like an encyclopedia and I love it. (laughs) All right, for more on these healthy hacks and Joy's summertime no-bake recipes, you can head over to today.com slash food. Third hour today, right back. Time to show some love to our Today Start Today walkers. First off, we got Tammy from Virginia, longtime member of the Start Today community. We got Marie from New York City, walks five miles a day. Marie! Marie. We've got Beth down and getting her steps down in Kentucky. Beth! And we got Pamela walking every day to keep motivated. Way to go, Beth! And finally, Ursula from Chicago, strutting her stuff with every walk. Ursula. Way to go, Ursula. Ursula. Sign up for our newsletter by heading to today.com slash today. Allie Love, thank you. You were a joy. Please come back. You were a joy. I love that. Monday, the hottest shows and movies coming in August. And coming up on Hoda and Jenna. Fashion trends. Yes, love it. (laughs) This is a big year. The Ohio Lottery's golden anniversary. 50 years of excitement, of growing jackpots and crossed fingers. 50 years of funding for schools, of changed lives and brightened days. 50 years of fun, and that is worth celebrating. So watch for can't-miss promotions, huge events, and new games that will make the Ohio Lottery's 50th year its biggest one yet. Learn more at funturns50.com.